Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. But first, I don't know if you heard about this debate on the six o'clock show on Virgin Media on Monday evening. It was between co presenters Brian Dowling and Fanula Jay in conversation with podcaster and Gail Gore Sheila Shoiga and broadcaster Ivan Yates about the Irish language. Yeah. Are you kind of Gaelic? Ni fuckle gum. I couldn't be arsed to learn Irish. And I'm sorry about it if you're offended. And all this money Boo. we put, all this money we put into it, and there's only sixteen thousand people in the country speak it naturally. Yeah, and there's a whole, you know, thing about it and people are talking about it and other elements of the interview and people aren't happy. Some people agree with the comments. But broadcaster Ivan Yates, of course formerly of this parish, is with me on the line today. Ivan, you couldn't be arsed on reflection. Do you regret the comments? No, no regrets at all. No, I, I just think a, a little bit of context would be no harm. It was actually last Thursday evening and I, I was the first guest on the show. And a bit like Graham Norton, the guests hang around after they've done their own interview. So I did an interview about uh, Matt Cooper and my podcast, Path to Power, spoke about the political context of that spoke about John Bruton and they took an ad break. And then Sheila was doing her interview about her podcast. I think it's something like Real Life or Getting Real. Mm. And she had an Irish podcast as well. And Brian asked me, do do, do I speak Irish? To which I said, no, I don't. And I'm not not interested in learning it. And I'm at an age now, uh, it's of no benefit to me. And of course, then, you know, there's a bit of a Twitter storm, but I wouldn't mind that. Mm. But, but, But now that, so I have no problem with Sheila, I've no problem with Irish. I actually feel a bit sorry for, for Brian Darling because the nature of that programme is, it's not a current affairs programme. No, it's... Not a it's it is one of banter and crash And yeah. he's a bit over the top. So that, that's, that's the first thing. But the second thing I would say is that any time this issue is raised about Irish, you can be guaranteed from like 10 years of full-time broadcasting, you can be absolutely guaranteed that the roof roof will fall in with a lot of hateful people who are absolute zealots. And I am absolutely not afraid to confront them because they are bullies. And so, first of all, the, the, the reality of the situation is this conversation and virtually all conversations in Ireland uh, are in English. It is our foremost, most prolific language. And we should be thankful for it because it is the most spoken language in the world. 1.42 billion people speak it. And Ireland's unique selling point for the 300,000 jobs of foreign direct investment and the related jobs is after Brexit, we are the only country of the 27 in the EU that is English speaking. And, and obviously then Americans, Australians and commerce of the world are interested in setting up here because that is their language. They don't have their executives all to learn French or German or whatever. And so therefore, it it is simply delusional to pretend that our foremost language is Irish because it's not. And in fact, I actually spend a lot of time because of my back situation on public transport, be it on the Dart, on the Lewis, and most especially Irish, Irish Rail. And I hear a lot of conversations going on, and they're not in English, but none of them 
or in Irish. No, the in vast fact, majority of the conversation exactly. converse in, in, in yeah. English. There, no, 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 no doubt about that. But I think you mentioned as well in, in, in the conversation that it was only about 16,000 people in the country who speak Irish. But like, there's, there's far more than that, I even speak it on a regular basis. No, 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 sorry. There, there, there are a lot of people who are bilingual. But the point I was making was the people who live their lives naturally conversing and carrying out everything from mass to going to the shop to going to the pub uh, is is a very, very small figure. Now, people immediately quote a figure of 102,000. That actually is the census figure Mm. from those living in the Gaeltacht, of which two-thirds speak Irish regularly and good luck to them. But, you know... Uh, how many people in Ireland exclusively speak Irish and are not bilingual? Well, according to that same, that same census, over 1.8 million people said that they could speak. They could actually speak Irish and in the sense. And absolutely. And but I suppose but, the, the uh, point, Ivan, the point, Ivan, is, and, 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 and apologies if it, was, if it was Thursday and and not Monday that the conversation happened, I suppose it has really, though, gained momentum over the past 48 hours. And I see Sheila Shoaga today is writing about it in the Irish Independent. And the point that she makes, you know, is that, like, irrespective of the six o'clock show and what was said and who said what, the positive that she has taken from this is that Following that discussion, it has started a conversation about the language and why we as a nation don't respect it more. Like, not just you, but in general as a conversation. And should we have more respect for the Irish language? Like, should we not, well, Ivan? Well, 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 no, well, well, I think there's a fund. Absolutely, that's what I called for, an adult debate about this. And I have to say that there is, there is a rock on the road here where what we uh, official Ireland says and what the reality is, and, we're, and that is in our education system. I have no difficulty at primary level, even up to intercert level, Irish being compulsory. But I do have a problem when we're trying to promote STEM subjects and when there are so many pressures for education reform, I think a day will come that the Minister for Education will not make Irish compulsory. Now, people want to voluntarily do Irish, absolutely fine. But I think that is a problem. And I think the fact that a lot of people were forced to learn Irish and people are going through the school system and saying, well, I'm looking at my career plans, I'm looking at opportunities in life, and I don't think I should be forced to learn Irish. No, but and, the- you know, a lot of... Admission to third-level colleges now yeah. is contingent there, on there is three that. compulsory subjects, Irish, English and maths. But and, and we I found think out, Ivan, was it in Surrey in 2001 that they announced, so was it about 20% of the new recruits to the public service are going to have to be proficient in Irish within the next six or, or seven years? We know that the Irish language is now formally, or was granted the, the official and working status in the EU as well. So, like, people do want to learn it. And I just wonder in general... No, but that's grand. But no, but sorry, that's a, that's a big leap from making it compulsory. Should we not just have more pride in it, though, Ivan? No, I, I, no, I, I have no disrespect for it. But what I'm trying to say to you is this. It is simply delusional to think, and dishonest to think that Irish is our primary language. It's not. It's not. And we should say so. And we should be honest about that. And we should tell the truth. And we should admit that we are a cosmopolitan society and that all the future direction of travel, while, yes, preserving our culture, you know, our Gaelic games, I go to GA matches myself, preserving our culture in so many respects of singing and dancing and Irish music, I have no battle with any of that. But I'm, I'm just saying 
that part of this adult conversation involves maybe looking in an honest way at the extent to which it is actually not. I've never heard a conversation in Dublin ever in, 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 in the last 50 years in Dublin, in Irish, voluntarily in a pub or wherever, you know, in, in the sure, normal yeah. Well, maybe it's where we go, I suppose. I do want to ask you on a personal note, though, Ivan, because I know when I, I talk, to, talk to you many times here on the show and I, I often see you and meet you around, um, you know, in a, in a personal capacity as well. But I do often hear you now in recent times chat about your grandkids and you talk about them. And I, it just struck me yeah. this morning, would you not like to see them learn and speak Irish. No, my, my daughter is a principal of a primary school teacher and, and my wife is a primary school teacher and they're both fluent uh, speakers in the Irish language. And I have no difficulty with them making their own life choices. But please don't ram it down my throat. All right, Ivan Yates. Listen, Ivan, thanks Thanks as always for, for joining us here on Lunchtime okay. Live today. Um, look, whether or not you agree or disagree with Ivan, well, you can give us a call. It's 1800 453 106. But aside from that, it has started a conversation. A lot of people getting in, in touch with us today about this. And I suppose really the question we're, we're asking is, do we care enough as a nation about the Irish language. Colm is with us on the line today. Colm, I believe you're an Irish speaker. Do you think we've enough pride in the language? Well, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, people, if you ask people, you know, the vast majority of people in Ireland do have a lot of pride in the language. But then I suppose the thing is that that often, that's not often put into practice in terms of speaking the language. And and there, there are various reasons for that. So, um, I'm a, I'm a member of Cúnna na Gaeilge and I do a talk with Cúnna na Gaeilge about uh, a lot of the myths that surround the Irish language. And I know people will often say that, you know, they don't have an issue with the Irish language, but then we do often hear some very, you know, bizarre claims made about the language and claims that aren't true. So, for example, um, you know, claims that the Irish is a dead language or... Irish is a lot of made-up words or, you know, Gwail school in our middle class. So I think what that points to is that, you know, there's a lot of stuff going under going on under the surface, I think, regarding our attitudes to the Irish language. So, I mean, even, even something Ivan said there about how, you know, uh, English is our USP and for, for our economy. The thing is, if you just look at the list of the world's richest countries, you'll see that lots of them aren't English-speaking. So to say that you know, you have to be an English-speaking country to be wealthy. That doesn't make any sense at all. And then I don't think anyone is actually arguing that Irish is our first language. I know um, Ivan was saying that it's delusional to say that, but that's a bit of a straw man, really, because nobody's nobody's actually arguing that. Okay. Um, Great Courage says this texter, I actually think Ivan is dead right about Irish. Fair play to him for for phrasing it so perfectly. Another texter, Brian in Rathfarnham says, fair play to Ivan, the vast majority of Irish people also speak English. Irish shouldn't be a compulsory subject. Alan is on the line. Alan, do you think we should we have more respect for the Irish language? I, I, I definitely think so. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I, you know, I, I was a late comer to it, uh, you know, learning it, I suppose. I, I, there's a lot in what Ivan says, to be, to be fair to him, and nobody, I suppose, should feel forced to learn a language or that. And I would have come out of school probably with that same thinking, and um, to be fair, uh, when, I, when I think back, and 
it's you know a lot of people say oh it's the way it's thought and all that type of thing but I suppose a person very dear in my life uh, said to me once uh, do, you, do you hate the language or do you hate that you're bad at it and it, it kind of resonated with me That's and very interesting yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and it, it it was maybe an uncomfortable truth for myself. But, you know, I remember a geography teacher and um, no fault of his. And he said he was asking me where I was from. And I said, I'm from Anna Duff in Leitrim. And he said, and what's it in Irish? And I said, Anak Dove. And he says, do you know what that means? I said, I don't. And he said, it's the black marsh, like, you know, and there's, there's drum snare beside me, the ridge of the swimmers. And I just thought, God, it's sad that I didn't know you know, what these things were now. You know, that there's a, a connection there. But I lived in a well-speaking area of Wales. They were, and I just couldn't believe, for a few years there, going back, and I couldn't believe how passionate and proud they were of their language. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, they're not worried about calling the child a Welsh name, like, you know, and, and for fear of, you know, harming job prospects later in life or anything like that. So I just thought, yeah, there's something there. So when I came back to Dublin... Uh, when I came back to Ireland and I was living in Dublin, I just set about it myself and on my own terms and on a bit more informal basis. I, I bought books, CDs. I was watching T.G. Cahar. I bought Des Bishop's DVD in the name of the father. That was fantastic. So you're kind of learning this through comedy, I suppose you could say. Um, and he started from scratch down in Littermore and it was, you know, inspirational. I joined a Gaelic football team in Dublin, the Gaeloga, which is just a fantastic way a to, fantastic, to learn, it. Uh, okay. way to learn yeah. it. The football takes the anxiety out of it. And there's some lads then that mightn't be great at football, but they're really good at the Irish. And the two the two groups come together, complement each other. There's Kirkle Coras in, in libraries. Um, I just, I, you know, okay. I've written a way over for 10 years. I can't say enough about them, but yeah. I, just, I just want More to say it's, it's a, another thing. Yeah, and it came up a few weeks ago on, on the show. Somebody said, oh, you know, like that. It's a class thing. I grew up grape and silage to cattle. It's, you know, anyone, it's it's open to anyone. It's not, you know, some people say 46A Irish or that type of thing. And I can't say how much, I, I can't qualify, quantify how much it has brought value to us. I'm raising, we are raising our three kids through Irish now. Okay. Uh, seven, seven and that was something downwards. you went back and, and, and learned really in, you know, at a and later stage in, in life, Alan. And, okay. Yes, and my, and my wife now, I have to say, would be fluent, but I'm just, it is a very individual yeah. thing. All right. I'd like to think that I'm reversing the trend that way and, and and we don't have to be like mad fluent, like it's, don't let good be the enemy of great. Yeah, just try and, I suppose, bring it in or incorporate it where, wherever you can. Sheila Shoga has been listening uh, to us over the past couple of minutes. Sheila's with us on the line, of course, uh, podcaster and Gail Gore and Sheila was part of the, the conversation in the six o'clock show um, when this all this all happened. Sheila, you were listening to Ivan there today. You got in touch yeah, with us. Why? Um, to be honest, right now I'm breathing very deeply and doing my best to stay calm. Something I was very much last Thursday when I was in studio in Dublin. Because when it happened and they were having the banter as they perceived it at the time, I, in my own head, I was having this inner discussion of, here we go again, we're having this chat, this non-event of a conversation. Now, I do accept that we do, there is room and there is space and to step back from it and have a robust conversation about the language is a very important one. But it's not something we can soundbite. It's not something you can condense in a two, three minute, even 15 minute conversation, because this is so embedded in who we are. It, it's reflective 
of hundreds and hundreds of years that we have reached the point that we are. So I have so much to say and I'm struggling to get it out. But what I what I, I do have an issue with, I have no personal issue with Ivan Yates and he knows that I don't. Yeah, I know. I was very I fond know. of him. I know. We worked together in New yeah. Talk and all the rest. But he used the word bullied during the conversation. And I actually can't believe that he actually, I think he said the word bullies. And he was referring to people who, who were commenting on what happened on TV. Now, anyone who would watch that clip separating it, whether it's the Irish language or it's another, it's another issue or another discussion that somebody is having. What it actually showed, and I understand that it was a joke that backfired, but nonetheless, it was executed badly. You have a guest on who is a native speaker and you, you've dis, you're discussing the Irish language with her. One of the presenters is saying that they're currently learning the language mm. and the other presenter and the other guest are dissing the language. Therefore, they're dissing the guests. They're make, they're, they literally, as I was speaking Irish, the presenter says, do we need subtitles here? And the other guest laughs. That in itself, when you actually look at it, at the time when it happened, it didn't bother me. I hopped in my car. I drove west to my family and it didn't, didn't bat an eyelid. But when the reel went up, the reel went up on Monday. It was very quickly taken down by the six o'clock show because of the backlash. And all you have to do is scroll through Twitter and reflect the feelings of a lot of people, whether they're native speakers, whether the people who speak Irish. And a lot of people actually commented who don't actually speak Irish, but took grave offence to the treatment of the, the discussion about our language. And I will stand by what I said it is ingrained in every part of who we are. And to disown our language is a very sad thing. While there is an argument to be made, and there is, there, I'm not saying there isn't a point to what is being said, but the figures being given out, we know that they're not true. The 16,000 figure is absolute nonsense. No. And look, and to be and fair, I think, kids, yeah, and there was other figures mentioned as well. And look, I, I know there's census... Yeah, but, no, but I have to make... No, but wait a second. I have to make the point here that what was being said was people online who were taking grave offence to us are bullies. That's absolutely nonsensical. You cannot disregard how people are feeling right now. A lot of people are feeling hurt by what what happened on a TV show last Thursday. And I'm a big girl. I'm in my mid-40s. I've been working in the media business for over 25 years. I've had to contend with this nonsensical conversation for so long. And I, it, it, does it really bother me? No, it doesn't. But it does bother me when an apology is made on TV. That is not actually an apology at all, by the way. It was addressed at the beginning of the show yesterday. Nobody from the six o'clock show has reached out to me to actually say, check in and see how I'm doing after it. And an apology was made at the beginning of the show that didn't actually apologize at all. And actually what it did was it was gaslighting everybody who had a problem with it. The host was saying, we are a show about love and inclusion and we're about having fun. And what it didn't actually acknowledge was actually the hurt that it had caused amongst the people who watched it. I think it's been handled really badly. I'm really sorry to say this. I wish this never happened. I went on a TV show to talk about my podcast and Ivan didn't even have the courtesy to say it correctly. It's called to be real. I'm about having authentic conversation with people in a real way. And this is something now that has gone from not bothering me at all. Mm. My blood is boiling. I can tell, Sheila. It. I can tell you're, you're, you're you know, and I, I know you as well from, from being on the programme and, and, and meeting you as well. And I know you're, you're, you're annoyed. And I'd say fair to say... I'm annoyed, but I'm also an incredibly person and I'm all about back and listening to all sides yeah, of the conversation. Yeah. 
people who have a problem with the Irish language, do they have a, a point? Is their opinion valid? Of course it is. But we need to unpack why. And this, hasn't, this is why this conversation will not be wrapped up in a little bow and finished off now, here and now. This is because of years and years of our language being taken from us. We're trying to have a deep connection with it. A lot of people naturally do. And others who don't are trying their level best to have it. And even people who don't speak the language still see the value in it. But to literally, almost as if you are somebody, you're a, you're a dog and you've just gone into the corner and you've, you've, <laughs> you've just peed in the corner uh, in a room when somebody is speaking, you're showing disrespect. Okay. That's the problem here. Okay. There's, a, there's a disconnect over the fact that this is actually a very disrespectful thing to do. And while it seems, a pro- we can do this with the Irish language, but if it was done in any other way, there would be there would be the same uproar, if not more. But you're, when you're disregarding somebody's language, you're disregarding them. Sheila Shoga, listen, Sheila, thank you for um, for giving us a call today. Sheila was just listening to the, the conversation here and uh, and got in touch with us in the past few minutes. Of course, what we have, um, we've contacted the, the six o'clock show too on, on Virgin Media. So we'll, we'll give you any updates or we'll give you a shout if we, we hear anything back from them. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.